Hey, I'm Harsh and you're listening to It's That Easy, brought to you by Zed Medium. This podcast is going to be your guide to startups and a hub for discussion of new ideas. 30 minutes of pure conversations with startup founders delivered to you as it was intended. Yep, that's about it for now. Let's begin. Yeah, so first of all, uh, thank you so much for coming on board, Alok. Thank you for inviting me. So the first question is, what is it that you do? See, actually, we are uh, we started in agricultural industry in, uh, back there in 2020. Mm-hmm. So it was during lockdown. And uh, we started in conventional fruits and vegetables. And our main idea was to harvest those products after we get the orders. Okay. This was how we were running the company from last two years. But recently, in the month of September mm-hmm. last year, we went into a JV hmm. with a company called KSKT Agromart Private Limited. Okay. And that company is working on a Thracio model. Hmm. And I would give you a brief explanation about Thracio, what is Thracio and all that. Yeah. Thracio is, uh, in simple words, if I tell you, uh, there was a concept of Sanja Chula in Punjab, if you know. I will tell you exactly what it is. Hmm. Uh, Let's say Punjab mein aapne dekha ho ki unko tandoori roti aur naan ye sab cheez khane ka bahut shock hota hai yep aur actually wo ke liye na wo bahut zyada costly pad jata tha kyunki har ghar mein na aap tandoor banana tandoor banana hi ek heavy cost ki cheez hai uske andar har din 20 30 kilo koila dalega tab jaake tandoor jalega so individually it was not possible for everybody to have a tandoor at their home then they came up with this concept of Sanja Chula. What happened was that the government took a little bit of money and made a chula, which was common for everyone. And that's why everyone wants to make their own food, they got their own food, they got their own food, and when they were used to share that tandoor. What happened was that the Thracio model is working on the same concept. Okay. Where we are having the same backend but different front ends. Hmm. For example, there is one <clears throat> uh, uh, vertical called Kaze Living. So this vertical is dealing in lifestyle uh, luxury goods, for example, sardo breads or kombucha drinks, hmm. certain kind of things in all high-end luxury products. Of <clears throat> hmm. And then there is KSKT.in, uh, which hmm. is a <clears throat> e-commerce platform for organic and natural products. And then this uh, company called Khalihan, which is dealing in conventional fruits and vegetables on, on the concept of um, uh, uh, delivery between six to eight hours of uh, harvest. Hmm. And we are also coming up with uh, <clears throat> a few more verticals. For example, we are coming up with a, a, a vertical called yourfarm.com hmm. and there is a vertical called lowgi.com. Hmm. So lowgi will be dealing in uh, diabetic friendly products and uh, your farm is a kind of virtual farming concept. So this is all uh, different front ends, but we mm. are going to have a uh, common back end. Yeah. All the costs are shared. What mm. we have already seen in the e-commerce industry is that it's very difficult to make profit. This is what we are seeing from last 10-12 uh, years when mm. uh, things started, when the big basket came up, uh, when growers came up. Mm. They were not able to actually make profit yeah. until now they are not making any profit. Mm. This is because... The cost of backend is quite high hmm. as compared to the revenues. 
So that's why we have mixed up the backend. We are having uh, common DCs, common digital marketing team, hmm. uh, uh, common persons for delivery. So the cost is shared, but different front ends are also there. Hmm. And all of this is happening through the same website. No. Okay. We have different front ends. Means websites hmm. are different. Okay. The backend is common. Warehouse okay. is common. Hmm. So actually, suppose if we are paying one lakh rupees rent for one hmm. vertical, hmm. but share that rent in four verticals, so hmm. it will be twenty five thousand for uh, each vertical. So the cost is basically shared at the back end. Okay, that's really interesting. Uh, I would like to know a little about your background because this is very well researched. What have you done in the past? Uh, I did my schooling from Senex School, Himachal uh, Pradesh. Mm-hmm. And after that, I went to United Kingdom and hmm. I was there uh, in, in University of Bedfordshire where I studied uh, uh, business hmm. and uh, finance was my major. Okay. And uh, immediately after that, you decided to start this venture or did you, how did this, the need for starting this venture come about? Where does that start? See, uh, my education background was also business. Hmm. So when I came in India, I started working for some startups. Hmm. And uh, after, you know, working for around two years, hmm. I started uh, uh, roaming around the country. I hmm. went to different places and met with lots of farmers, like thousands of farmers. Hmm. Personally. Hmm. My background also is from farming. My parents, they live in a village okay. and they're basically farmers. Hmm. So I met with different farmers of uh, from Jammu Kashmir to the eastern parts of India. Hmm. And then I, my idea was to introduce natural products into the market. Hmm. And uh, I was very disturbed to see the condition of irrigation in India because, you know, uh, in Punjab and Haryana, I would see uh, hmm. because of uh, no crop change, uh, because you're growing same crop for thrice per year. Yeah. So the the soil was, you know, the it had become sort of infertile, or mm. you can say it's not infertile. It's basically it has become saline. Yeah, you would see patches of salt over the soil, mm. white, white in color. Mm. Uh, and I saw the CPCB report. CPCB is Central Pollution Control Board. Mm. So I saw the report and I uh, followed the track of Ganga, mm. and I found out that there are some places especially in uh, parts of Uttar Pradesh and Bihar, hmm. where the soil was still intact, water was still intact. And that was the area where we can grow things naturally without using more much chemicals. Hmm. And uh, that's how I, you know, I was, I started this thing. And I <clears throat> introduced some of our products uh, in the name of Khalihan. Like we introduced some pulses, which were actually collected from local farmers and they hmm. were uh, processed in a very s- small setup hmm. and there was no polishing and all it was all raw similarly uh, it went with the the case was with wheat also with rice also with pulses hmm. uh, with spices and some kind of dry fruits hmm. okay so khalihan what does what does the name mean khalihan in english you can call it barn okay barn was a, it, it was in earlier days it was hmm. a sort of place where you know when we harvest our produce hmm. we used to keep it in the khalihan and then it would go for sales okay okay so 
Kalyan is basically a barn where you hmm. keep your freshly harvested products. Hmm. Okay, so the idea behind this is basically the fact that you yourself come from a farming family, so you're aware of the problems and you wanted to have a fix to that. So this is the problem that is being solved, right? That is yes, the idea, yes. the purest yes. and the most natural harvest that you can get. Yes. Okay, and you started this in 2020. Yeah, I started this in 2020. But mm. recently, we had a JV with KSKT Group. The mm. CEO of this uh, group mm. has active with Mr. Santosh Srivastava. Mm. He is the he was the national sales head of uh, of a company of a vertical of Tata Group, mm. and he was the MD of Gitanjali Jewels Private Limited. Mm. So he is the group CEO, and I am the CEO of Kalihan as a vertical. Okay, okay. And uh, while starting this business, I'm sure. There's a lot of funding required. So at any stage, did you feel like you needed to raise any money? And have you raised any money so far? See, uh, yes, we have raised some funds. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, initially, it was not too much because you know, we started with very basic website. Mm -hmm. And we wanted to see whether this idea will work or not. Mm -hmm. But then we started getting initial orders. Then we thought that uh, we should also have an app so mm. we built an app mm. and our orders uh, were going good we were getting mm. orders so after a few days mm. uh, because the website and the app was very basic we found out that it was not able to support a lot of traffic mm. so we actually changed the whole tech behind it mm. and uh, then we built a on uh, this whole thing on a new uh, app, a new language mm. And then we came in this JV again. In the when we came in this JV, they supported us with their funds. Okay, okay. So uh, uh, basically, hmm. fund is not a crunch. As of now, huh? so are you is in terms of expanding this business and its verticals? Would you be looking to raise in the future? Is that a name, or do you think that you have reached the stage yes. where you can keep bootstrapping? No, 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 no. We are going to raise funds in the uh, uh, month of April or May. That will be our, you can say it will be a pre-series A round. So I was saying that the basic problem of agricultural industry is its geographical limitations. Hmm. You can't send products in bulk to some place. You can't just deliver it from Patna to Delhi or from Delhi to Bangalore. Hmm. So yes, we are expanding, but uh, we are not pan India as of now. We hmm. are uh, there in Bhopal, we are in Chandigarh, hmm. we are in Delhi NCR, hmm. uh, we are in Patna, we are in Mujapurpur, hmm. and we are about to expand to Jamshedpur, Ranchi, and Calcutta. Okay, so uh, I'm sure that there's a lot of competition in this market, right? So when you started out, what do you think was your differentiator at that point of time? Because entering such a cluttered market is a very big risk. So how did you make sure that you're ahead of the curve? Actually, I'll tell you, hmm. if you just look at the fresh produce market in India, hmm. it's not that packed. Hmm. In terms of e-commerce, it's not that packed. Hmm. Why? Because uh, there are very few players and those players have already turned into 10 minutes delivery. So when you have, when you have the system of delivering in 10 minutes, hmm. you can't actually provide different sort of fruits and vegetables because then you have to have a lot of DCs. When you are going to provide anything in 10 minutes, you are going to have a DC in every corner. For uh, for example, if you talk about Noida, hmm. and you 
talk about uh, let's say jetto or grofos or big basket they have lots yeah. of dcs yeah. and it's not practically feasible to keep all these fresh produce in every dc yeah if i just talk about khalihan hmm. i would not say that there is a lot of competition in it hmm. yes we have competition from the offline sellers hmm. from the stores hmm. uh, from the, uh, the the thelas that are <laughs> there in the market so they are our basic competitors because they have variety you know when you go to hmm. a market uh, hmm. uh, offline market you see that you can get everything whatever you want you'll get it but if hmm. you open any e-commerce website and you want to eat uh, sometimes they don't have onion they, sometimes they don't have potato so this is a basic problem with that with them because they cannot keep perishable products in every dc hmm. and your aim is to be able to achieve that in the future right yes yes if i talk about my other verticals for example if i talk about kskt so kskt is only dealing in organic and natural products okay they are not dealing in conventional anything and if i talk about kaze kaze is high end products luxury products which you will not get everywhere can you just give me an exa- so all of your verticals just name the vertical and give me an example of say at least two products that that particular vertical deals in so we get a better idea of what each vertical is catering to so if i just talk about kaze so hmm. i'll say the different sort of uh, high end drinks like kombucha hmm. different sort of high end breads like sado and they are also dealing in exotic fruits like okay. japanese melon or uh, uh, different sort of products coming from different parts of the world hmm. if i talk about kskt so they hmm. have organic pulses they have organic uh, uh, rice they have hmm. organic uh, dry fruits and if i talk about khalihan so khalihan is just about conventional fruits and vegetables okay only difference that we are creating is that we, we harvest actually we harvest after we get the orders so we have a sort of network of farmers hmm. and we have penetrated into villages we, where we have our collection centers we hmm. just uh like in the night we send them our whatever requirement we have in the morning we harvest it and by 12 12:30 we deliver all the products yeah it's this it's it's the same harvest day delivery right like i i read that yeah. on the website yeah 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 it's same day harvested and same day delivered so basically you know, these products are rich in nutrition because uh, i don't know you must be knowing this <clears throat> after you harvest fruits or vegetables hmm. they start losing their moisture and with that they start losing their nutrition content hmm. so if you consume it when it is literally harvested at you know few hours ago it's hmm. high in uh, nutrition and it's rich in taste also hmm. okay so in terms of uh, all these verticals and specifically khaliha uh, do you have subscription models or is it you have to come online and buy it every time or are you planning on getting subscription models later we have recently launched a subscription model and we are going to promote it hmm. uh, earlier we never had subscription model we started from uh, patna and patna was a very basic city we were not expecting that uh, people would subscribe there hmm. but after we have uh, launched subscription just last month hmm. we have started uh, seeing initial customers in the subscription group also okay and how many customers do you have on the app we have 15000 Fifteen thousand plus customers as of now, only on Khalihan. Out Kaze, we have another seven thousand customers. Yeah. Then we have six, seven thousand customers on Kaze also. Hmm. 
Hmm. And we are also going into omni-channel <clears throat> approach. For example, in Bhopal, we have a store. In Chandigarh, we have a store. Hmm. So where we are keeping KSKT products, mainly we are promoting KSKT through uh, these uh, natural and organic products through stores. Hmm. And so, uh, all the verticals are not operating at all the places at this point of time. But hmm. in future, maybe next two, three months, we'll have all the verticals functioning in all the different places where we are. And you also plan on getting them offline, some of them. So I was saying that we are uh, approaching through uh, an omni-channel way. Means we are going to have our e-rickshaws, we are going to have our stores, and we are going to have online presence as hmm. well. Okay, so uh, how did this clarity of you know bifurcating into three verticals come about? Because you could have simply kept it under one bracket as well, right? So how did this clarity come in? How did you decide that, okay, I need different verticals for this? See, as I said that... Uh, this is the concept of Thiresio. Hmm. We have to have different front ends so that, you know, people can actually, uh, you know, we, we actually target different sort of customers. For example, hmm. if I talk about Kaze, hmm. Kaze is just targeting high-end customers. Hmm. Only the 1-2% creamy people of hmm. India. Hmm. If you talk about Case it's you can say it's targeting the top 10% people. Hmm. If you talk about Khalihan, Khalihan is not uh, targeting that high-end uh, customers. Market, they are yeah. targeting yeah, middle and upper middle class people. That's hmm. it. Okay. Okay. So, uh, this has actually brought me almost to one of my last questions because hmm. all of my questions have been answered very well. So, thanks for that. Uh, I wanted to ask you, what is the end vision for First, before starting with that, do you see the vision for all these three as the same or do you see it different? If you see it the same, then you could tell me the same goal that you have. And if you see it different, I'd like to hear what is the end vision for each of these verticals, say in the next five to 10 years. See, you know, uh, if I talk right now, hmm. that we are actually completely focused on strengthening our backend hmm. because that, that is the uh, main problem in the market hmm. today. Hmm. So we are basically focusing on strengthening our backend right now. We, hmm. we need to have all these verticals on the same ERP so that it could be managed well. If you talk about front ends, hmm. front ends, different front ends have different visions. Hmm. For example, if I talk about Khalihan, Khalihan's basic vision in the next five to ten years is to is to enter into as many places as it can. Hmm. Because we are seeing the deep penetration of internet in India. Hmm. Now there are over 60 crore people who are using smartphones. So yeah. our basic vision for Khalihan is to enter into as many markets as possible hmm. and with an omni-channel approach. Hmm. So we are working on a ZPP or MEP model, you can say, where we're creating micro-entrepreneurs. So we are not entering into a market ourselves. We're finding partners for us where we can look up, we'll be looking after the technological part of it, the sales part of it, and they will be responsible for delivering those orders to the customers. Hmm. So basically, the operations will be theirs, and the, techni uh, the technology, marketing, sales, customer relations, that those kind of things will be ours. You. Yeah. So this is how we are expanding. For Mujafarpur, we are following. We, this was the first city where we approached with this model. In hmm. Mujafarpur, we have uh, 
some people they were working they were they're quite young people they were working in big basket flipkart earlier hmm. and they became our partner and they are actually doing the operations in muzaffarpur and we are looking after the technology and i would say that they, those guys are doing much better similarly when we are sending to jamshedpur and calcutta we are going with the same model we have our zonal partner over there and he will be responsible for all the operations for the hmm. e-carts management for hmm. uh, store management for for uh, delivery and all that hmm. okay so this has been really insightful thank you so much for coming on board alok i really enjoyed this conversation thank you very much for inviting me here if you like that what's stopping you from sharing we're at z medium on all social media platforms don't forget to tag us until then Take care and see you next time.